I really I should. It. Well, it's Monday. Or it's Wednesday. It is Monday. Or it's, it's Friday. Mo- it's Monday. It's Wednesday in Australia. It's Tuesday, I think. Uh, I think actually anywhere across the uh, Atlantic, it's Tuesday. But I could be wrong. You know what else it is? Some <clears throat> bullshit. Okay. It's both. Do you know what somebody said to me? They, cause they started listening to the podcast from the beginning, and it's been a while. And they said, you guys burp a lot. It's kind of gross. And I said, just... Just wait a little bit, because we kind of calm it down. We I do. know I do. We do. I mean, it's it's definitely try. it's definitely made its way uh, to the lesser amount. It's making its way downtown. But at the same time, like, it's nature. Like, come on. If they, people t- burp, if they ask you why. People burp, people fart. Accept me for who I am. Accept us for who we are. That's a lot to ask of somebody. You it's really me, not. You want me to accept you for who you are as you are? That doesn't work for me. That's my family. <laughs> That's... <laughs> That's. Am I right? What are you drinking? Well, oh, welcome to Super Friends Sit Down. Well, you know for, what this for is. one, I'm not. I did not explode. Ah. We had a nice dry opening. Uh, oh, I, I saw a TikTok hack with how to open a can. I should try it next time. No one should need a hack to open a can. It's no, just it's, open like a, a it's like can. a different way of opening it. Uh, ooh, dirt rich. Always glad to see Fucking you. Fucking wish. I actually have something to tell you about that. Uh, this is a beer by Drownlands. Who's right, that? Uh, they're right over the border of New York State. But uh, I had Chinese food with Jackie the other day, and uh, much like LFO, it didn't make me sick. And my fortune said, your income will increase soon. And I was like, hell yeah, I hope that's true. And that's my story about Chinese food. I love that. That's so transcendental. And I think it's fly. When it goes off after summer. Uh, but yes, welcome to Super Friends Sit Down, where we're going to have ourselves a nice little Super Friends Sit Down because we have ourselves some questions and all sorts of fun shit for ourselves. But also, you had yourself a day in Philly. Please tell me about it. Can I just, let me just, I can't. I got to backtrack. Okay. I got to start you with Saturday. You got to start me with Saturday. Saturday, I went to my cousin's graduation party. Congratulations. Graduated from college. Congratulations, Leo. You deserve it. You earned it. That's great. I didn't graduate college. But you did. So good for you. He had a party at uh, some place in Keyport. It was actually pretty good. But you had to climb about 15 flights of stairs to get to the roof. <laughs> Where was it in Keyport? Like on the by the water? Yeah. Okay. So you had to climb about five, five flights of stairs to get up there. And then by the time you got up there, you're out of breath. And they didn't have lemon at the bar. So I was like, I'll just go downstairs and get some. And they were like, no, 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 we can. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Great. That's an excellent alternative. <laughs> Thank you so much for offering. I did not want to go. <laughs> I'm very happy that you offered to do your job for me that yes. you get paid for. Well, <laughs> That I pay you to do. I didn't pay for nothing. I, I mean, I tipped them out a little bit, but I, I wasn't paying for the party. You you assured them. You made sure that they left with more money than they came with because they got you lemons. Sure. For the and, lemon diet. <laughs> which the lemon diet came up because the guy came back and gave me a cup full of lemons. And my my other cousin looks at me. He's like, are you eating lemons? And I was like, no, I'm not on the lemon diet. He's like, what the fuck's the lemon diet? And I was like, you don't want to know about the lemon diet story. Speaking of the lemon diet, if I could just say... Uh, 
where I was Saturday. This is very quick, and I promise I'll let you get back to where you were. Not sorry, uh, not Saturday, Friday. Uh, got to enjoy Brian and Sarah's wedding, their true ceremony oh, in Phillipsburg, and it was just a beautiful time. It was an honor to be there. That's the wedding you were Congratulations. sweating yourself at? Oh, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I was scrolling, and I saw that on your girlfriend's story, and I, was it my sister who was next to me? She saw his sweaty and she goes, ew, and I was like, it's Alex. Like, and are you... <laughs> it, you only, it only got worse from there, but please oh, continue I can imagine. Story. Wait, like, once the official, like, photos come out, I'll be happy to show you, because it was disgusting. But please continue. So I get to this party, where it's a third my family, and then two-thirds my cousin's college friends. And as a 27-year-old man, I looked at this group of college kids, and I said to myself, what the fuck are they doing? None of them... Well, okay. My my cousin was in a sorority... Uh, for fraternity. Sorry. Men. Fraternity. Rat. Gotcha. So all the guys there, I just assumed were frat brothers and, like, Klingons from other frats that he made friends with. All the girls that were at this party... The, the Klingons from Star Trek? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just to be clear. Okay. I've never seen Star Trek, so Same. I just know I Klingon. Know, I know Klingons from, like, like parodies of stuff. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> so all these all these guys, they kind of they kind of look okay. They're, you know, they, they all look cohesive in a way. They're wearing khakis. They're wearing a button-down or a t-shirt. Do they all look exactly size. the same? No. Did they they were them? wearing similar things, but none of them looked alike. The girls, however, the girls, these dolls, let me tell you something about these girls in college. You could not have given me a more eclectic group of women. Not one of these girls looked like they came together. Not one of them looked like they shop at the same store. Not one of them looked like they had the same sleep schedule. (laughs) None of them looked like they had even the tiniest shred of a semblance of a friendship with each other. There was a girl in this, like, uh, tank top material crop top with waist-high floor-length pants and a sloppy bun. There was a girl wearing, I shit you not, like, Wicca outfit. Like, she would have cast a spell. She was the one I wanted to talk to. There was a girl wearing, like, a white Marilyn Monroe-type style dress. All these girls looked fucking wild. And I looked at my sister and I was like, we have to study them, and we have to come up with a joke or two. You know, what you just painted for me was, like, every textbook in the 90s were, like, everyone gets along, but they all look different. Yep. And they all just have, like, the pose just... Which was kind of nice to see. And, and one's in a wheelchair. There was always one in a wheelchair. And I don't mean to say that offensively, but there was always one in a wheelchair. Inclusion matters. Mm-hmm. None of them were gay, though. You don't know that. That's true, actually. There's always a gay one. They just don't always tell you. Right, Power Rangers? <laughs> so we're at this college party. And I get there, and... <laughs> that was good. Thank you. And, I, of course, I, I get... Uh, Saturdays I work. So I went to work... And then I ran home, showered, got myself together really quick, and then went to this party. So when I get there, I'm giving my family a hug. And my aunt gives me a hug, and she sniffs me. And it's like one of those, like, you smell so good. Oh. To which my response was, I showered. Thank you. And then she continued to keep telling me how good I smelled and continued to keep smelling me throughout the night. I feel like you get that a lot, though. The, The... The length of it, I feel, is I get you super good obscure, a lot, but, but the yeah, the clinginess of it was a lot, um, almost to the point where it kind of made me uncomfortable. <laughs> it's like really hard to make me uncomfortable. So at one point she keeps sniffing me, and 
I somebody said something. Somebody said something, and I don't remember. I don't remember how how it happened, but I just remember saying like, like the incest thing, not really my kink. In front of my whole family, I'm having this conversation. You'd think I'm like talking to them like like my fucking like it's you on the podcast. Step bro, no. What? I'm like, no, shut the fuck up. So I'm like incest, not really my thing. Like family type stuff, like mm, not really, not really into that. Like daddy issues, totally. But like aunt, not really, my, not really my kink. But if it works for you, it works for you. And they all looked at me like I was fucking crazy, and then laughed, and then I felt good. Did you plug the podcast afterwards? Of course. Great. I'm, Anybody who knows anything about me knows I don't talk about this podcast unless you ask me first because it's my baby. Do you also feel like an asshole kind of self-promoting? Yes. Yeah. It's mostly because of that motherfucker out there. Joe, he's like... <laughs> this, is my, this is my impression of Joe. This is my impression of Joe impersonating me. Do you know I have a podcast? Have I told you I have a podcast? Mm, yeah, I do a podcast with my friend. We do a podcast. It's a podcast. Do you know I have a podcast? And then I looked at him and said, when the fuck do I ever talk like that in front of you? And so because he makes fun of me like that, it keeps me from telling people I have a podcast. I love... Out of embarrassment. The self-consciousness of it. Yes, thank you. I know. I'm very insecure. So... <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, at, also at the graduation party, I'm thinking to myself, I'm not uh, I'm not doing anything tomorrow. I'm not doing anything Monday. I have the morning off. I want to just go away. So I'm using the worst service available because i'm so high up by the shore so the service is shit and i'm on travelocity trying to like book a hotel room in philadelphia i book the hotel room it's, it's all good and plenty and then i go about the rest of the night this will lead us into tomorrow but one one last thing the highlight of the night my sister brought her two-year-old son to this party to which everybody wanted to be around him and as a child who grew up for a year in a pandemic where like distance was you know key is he two already yeah. Holy shit. I know. Holy shit. So he's just more of like a, you know what? Don't come to me. I'll come to you when I'm ready. And my two aunts just kept going up to him and you could just see he was getting agitated. The, the same one who was smelling you? One, one of, yeah. <laughs> I that need one, to smell and then another baby. One. And then, so those two, they kept, they kept going up and like playing with him and, and annoying him. At least, at least he looked annoyed. <laughs> but he was really cranky when he got there. He doesn't like a lot of people. Same. So, at one point, my other aunt comes up to him and, like, takes his binky out of his mouth to try to, like, get a kiss and, like, talk to him and play with him. Alex, when I tell you, she took that binky out of his mouth and without waiting, that baby went across her face. (laughs) He slapped her so hard! I love it. He slapped her so hard to the point that I had to turn and hide in my sister's stomach to laugh. Because I didn't want everyone to see I was falling out over her, getting <laughs> smacked. By a baby. By a baby. But then I looked at my sister and I said, oh, he did what we all wanted to do. <laughs> she thought that was really funny. He, so did, did your sister go like, that is my son? My sister was cracking up too. We, we almost had to step outside because we were beside ourselves. The timing of that could not have gone any better. That's amazing. So now that brings me into Sunday. So Sunday, we're driving to Philly, hotel check-ins at 4, we get in, parking garage right next to the hotel, it's part of the hotel, okay, I go in, I get to the front desk, and I say to the woman, 
I'm checking in. I have a reservation. She's like, what's your last name? I give her my last name. Give her my ID. She goes, you don't have a reservation for today. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I pull up my Travelocity app to pull up the booking. And I didn't even, I didn't even double check it. I was like, I have this booking. I know. Oh my and I God. show it to her. And she looks at me. She goes, oh, that's for next weekend. So I booked this hotel room, a non-refundable room, might I add, because I booked it so quickly I didn't even go over my options. I just wanted to get it out of the way. So you're going to go to Philly next week? <laughs> so I, I'm in <laughs> Philly, and I'm almost ready to walk into traffic. <laughs> I call Travelocity. We work it out. And I'm like, okay, thank God. Like The room, they switched the reservation to today. I'm able to get the room. We can't, I can't wait. I got my bathing suit. It's early enough. I want to go to the pool. I want to have a good time. I want to sit in the jacuzzi. I want to chill. So then I go back to the front desk. We check in. She's going over everything. She hands me this paper with all their COVID guidelines. And guess what they don't have available to people right now? The jacuzzi? The fucking pool. The entire pool area is closed until mid-August. And it didn't say that on Travelocity when I put in that I wanted a hotel with a pool. I can't wait. You're batting a thousand, dude. I gotta tell you. But wait, there's, there's more. more. <laughs> so we walk around Philly, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take Joe to Reading Terminal. I'm gonna get him Beeler's donuts. Oh, those donuts are so fucking good. Can't wait. We're gonna eat all this food. It's five o'clock. Reading Terminal closes at six. It's a short little ten minute walk. So I was like, let's go. We walk in. We have enough time to walk all the way through. So we start from the first entrance. I get some. I get you know, show him around. And then by the time we make it all the way to where Beeler's is, that entire area is empty. To the point where I'm like, there's there's not even like stock in here. Like everything's everything's empty. All the all the uh, like deli cases clear. So then I went, um, as we're leaving, uh, the cookie place was doing one dollar cookies because they were up to close. So they were like, let's just get rid of them. So I bought a bunch of cookies and I asked, I was like, did Beeler's close for good? And they said, no, they're not open on Sundays. And I completely forgot that Beeler's was an Amish uh, donut place. Uh, yeah. So that whole two rows in Reading Terminal that like is run is it's um, all like operated men, it's by all, Amish uh, people. They don't work on Sundays. It's like Mennonite run, right? Something like that. I think. That. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. It's not Rumspringa. You know, Rumspringa is just like a one-time like ritualistic thing, right? It's not yes. like a. But that doesn't mean I can't enjoy its essence, and you know, blame my acting out on it. <laughs> Okay. Rum Springer! What was that movie? Hot Rod. Did you ever see that movie, Hot Rod? I think you're talking about Sex Drive. Maybe it was that one. Because Hot, Hot Rod's with Andy Samberg. It's about the stuntmen. Sex Drive's the one where, like, the nerdy kid's just trying to get laid. Okay. Seth Green's in it, I think. I could care less. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's there's one scene where the one nerdy kid is running through the hay, the hay field naked. And then if you watch, like, the unrated version, like, he's running, he's running, running, and then it pans over, and it's just a giant black dick swinging running to simulate, like, this is the nerdy white kid running. <laughs> gotcha. <clears throat> wow. All right. I'm going to have to watch the unedited version now. So we leave Reading Terminal, start making our way back to the hotel. We stop and get food. We go back to the hotel room, and I say, uh, do you want to go do something, whatever? They're... There was this place called Wonder Spaces that was nearby, so we booked the tickets. They were like twenty five bucks, and then I, <laughs> and then I said to him, I was like, "So we're gonna go to this art exhibit. Do you want to go regular, or do you want to go on a trip, <laughs> or do you want to go deluxe?" Yeah. So I had a juice, one of my magic potions, mm -hmm. vitamins, 
vitamins. I had um, my beautiful mushrooms. Nutrients. Yes. And I had a lemon. Antioxidants. Absolutely. I'm very healthy now these days, as you might be able to tell. So I'm you did just a, the peacon of health and wellness. So you did a cleanse before you... Yeah. Very nice. Good choice. To which we walk into this Wonder Spaces place. And immediately there's two giant inflatable... Titties. I wish. <laughs> they were like like sculptures, but inflatable sculpture. Okay. I have a picture of them. I could, I could post this on the page with, uh, to talk about this. So the bottom, like the first floor had four exhibits. There was one with all these strings of lights. The trip starts to kick in as we go to the virtual reality uh, exhibit. Okay. And as we walk up to the person giving out the headsets, they explain briefly what we're about to watch. And it's a artist's interpretation of what happens to you when you die. Ooh. And let me just tell you, it's fucking boring. <laughs> So you put on this headset. I'm not, or let me just, not shitting on the artist. It was actually really fucking cool. But for me personally, it, it left me with a lot of questions. You're also on, you know, you're also on smoothie. Yes. So you are so full of vitamins. We're sitting, we're sitting in this dark area with these headsets on. You're in a boat. So I'm going to try to just describe as much as I can remember. Okay. You're in a boat where. You're floating into wherever. You leave this, like, dock area. There's all these faceless people around you just watching you leave. And you're going alone. The boat's going. You can't see any, but you can't see yourself. Like, you're literally just there in the boat. Sounds like the river sticks. Kind of. But continue. And then as you go, you approach a big rock with a dog on it. And the dog joins your travel. Ooh. Occasionally looking back at you like... (laughs) You sure you want to do this? Yeah. He's like, you know where you're going, right? And then at one point, so let's just say, okay, this is this is the boat in the in the water. I'm floating in the boat, and then at one point, the headset goes and you start to turn upside down, and at that point, <laughs> as it started to turn, I was like, oh shit, I thought I was falling. <laughs> and then you're upside down in the water, and then as you're upside down in the water, you see all these different fish. You see some fucking spider-looking creature things. You see some bears. There's mad anamorphics, whatever. (laughs) Whatever, like, whatever you want to call them. And you can't really, like, make out what they are. You can't really see what they are, but you just kind of get, like, the vibe of what they are. You get the essence. You get the vibe of the animal they are? Yeah. Like, you can't see, like, any, like, like it, it looks like it's a fish because it's a long object that's narrow and then gets wide and it's moving along like it doesn't it doesn't resemble a fish but you get like the idea it like you can see it's a fish you know what i mean mm, i'll take your word for it it's it's hard to explain so then at one I, point you i'm gonna need just approach all of these rocks it. in the boat and your boat stops and instead of you stopping you continue to rise so you're rising and as you rise the, obviously the ground is getting further away from you and it's also getting cloudier and everything starts to get really 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 cloudy and there's all these fucking fish like things swimming around you and you're looking this way you're looking this way there's fish 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 and then it's all just white and empty and then that's like written by and I was like that's it it was like a seven minute video okay but it left me with a lot of questions because was it a virtual reality experience of what happens when you die and you go on to the afterlife 
or is it when you die and it's your journey into reincarnation? I think it's up to you to interpret the artist's That's what my sister said. So the exhibit was cool for the most part. There was this one exhibit. It looked like stars. And then I got close enough to it. It was a fucking spider web. (laughs) I mean, like, not a real spider web, but it was an artistic type of a spider web. It was fucking creepy. Did Gwen Stefani make that one? No. Hmm. But that shit was bananas. Sorry. Because I looked at it. I was like, it's a giant spider web. Get out of here before the spider comes. We went upstairs. There was a couple cool exhibits, but, like, none of them were as cool as the ones on the bottom floor. So by the time we were out of there, we were in there for maybe 45 minutes. So it was still early. And I said, I was like, let's let's try to find a bar. So I, like, look up bars nearby. There's one that's a short walk away. It's called the Johnny Walker Lounge. Mm-hmm. We walk, we walk, we walk. We're in Chinatown of Philadelphia. Okay. Which I didn't know existed. I thought Chinatown was reserved, like... There's various Chinatowns. I thought it was country. really just for, like, San Francisco and New York. I thought that was it for Chinatown. Nah, there's a couple of those. Um, so we're there, and we're walking around, and the GPS says, like, you're arriving. And I look, and I'm like, that's a lawyer's office. That's not a lounge. And I'm looking at the GPS, and it's, like, in the middle of the block rather than, like, towards the end. So I'm like, well, maybe it's, like, a building around here, and there's, like, a sign somewhere. So I walk around the block, which took about 15 minutes because it was, like, a city-style block. Mm -hmm. And Joe Joe looks at me. He goes, do you want to just take the L and go back to the hotel? (laughs) And I looked at him and said, no. For once today, I don't want to just take the L. I want to win. I want to thrive. Did you? No, because this fucking bar didn't exist. (laughs) There was no phone number to contact them. There was no actual address. Johnny Walker Lounge, it just, it gives you a little dot on the map, and that's where it's supposed to be, and it doesn't exist. You didn't go anywhere else afterwards? Uh, No, I was very defeated. So, uh, we went back to the hotel and DoorDash Taco Bell. Okay. Because what night doesn't end well with Taco Bell? You guys didn't get cheesesteaks? Um, it was like 11 o'clock at that point. It's Philly. Shit was closed, bitch. It was Sunday. Wow. Okay, okay, okay. I know. We did get a cheesesteak earlier from this vegan place, though, which actually was not that bad. Um, A vegan cheesesteak is very interesting in terms of texture. I believe it. But also, tasty. I feel like it's kind of hard to mimic that uh, shaved beef. Um, Yeah. But, I mean, mean, it it probably is. So then, from there... The food was terrible. The Taco Bell? The Taco Bell was horrible. Which, like, Taco Bell by itself is normally not, like, the best tasting thing, but at least it's got, like, a baseline level where this just sucked. And I I ordered ice cream from 7-Eleven, so they stopped on the way. It was freezer burnt. <laughs> so at this point... When are you going to learn that you should just stop door dashing and stuff? Because you've, you you have more bad experiences than you do good. That's not true. I just don't always talk about the good experiences because they're not as memorable. <laughs> so now at this point, I'm over it. I want to I wanna just sit in bed and scroll on TikTok. So then I get in bed and there's a painting on the wall next to the bed. And then half of it comes undone and it slides all the way down into the thermostat and knocks part of the thermostat off the wall a little bit. It was this huge painting, and it came down, and it, like, imagine this painting. Wait, this this happened for real and not because of your nutrients? This happened for real. Huh. This happened because, like, I sat in the bed, and, it, and then it happened. <laughs> so I literally sat in the bed. As I was about to get comfortable, boom, photo falls. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? I, and the, <laughs> so then I find a way to, like, get this painting back on the wall, get back in bed, and then I'm, I'm looking at 
the air conditioner that was on a moment ago and then isn't anymore. It's summer. We're in Philadelphia, so it's already hot and humid. It smells like wet, sweaty garbage. And then we're on the 17th floor. Ew. And heat rises. Heat rises. You know, we, we've learned that from natural science. Heat rises. I start to freaking panic. Because the thermostat that once displayed 62 is now blank. And I start thinking, how the fuck do I fix a thermostat? I don't know what I do. I'm pressing the buttons. Nothing's happening. And then I'm thinking, let me try to pull it off the wall. So I try to get it off the wall. The bottom half is screwed in. So I get the top portion to come off. So it's just kind of dangling. Mm-hmm. And there's four batteries that I need to readjust. The two that are down here came completely out. So I have to figure out how to get them back in with my giant fucking sausage fingers. <laughs> this trip was not as bad as I'm making it seem, but it just had a lot of hiccups. I finally fixed the batteries, thermostat goes back in, pop, air conditioner comes back on, and I say to myself, ah, now I can go to bed. This was probably about midnight. 3.30 in the morning, I'm still awake, unable to go to sleep, because I have this really really intense feeling that somebody is staring at me in bed to the point that I just closed my eyes and breathed until I could fall asleep it was very not it I I give up on trying to have a hot girl summer (laughs) it's not the tea for me I'm not having a hot girl summer this is not fun I want to give up I want, like, sad boy winter. I want, like, fat kid fall. Something else. Give me something else. This summer shit is not for me anymore. I Oh. That's two weeks in a row where it's just, like, shit after shit after shit. I'm sick of getting shit on. It's not my kink. (laughs) Whoever has my voodoo doll, please, like, just tickle my balls instead. Finger my hole. Stop. Ruining my life. Stop like, wiping with me. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> oh, that's where we draw the line. But like, but <laughs> stop like, shitting on me. It's not my king. But now we're getting literal, and that's too much. <laughs> god. Damn it. No, but just like the visual of that is gross. But at the same time, it's like a long it king Polly, but a butt. It makes sense. You wiped my. You wiped your ass with my voodoo doll, and my life is shit. Not really, but like, I just has these really shitty moments. So, what about you? What are you up to? Uh, I mean, if I could lighten the mood, <laughs> fucking, I would love for you to lighten the mood. Bit. Uh, as I said before, we had Brian and Sarah's wedding, the official ceremony on Friday. So I got to see, um, I got to see the family. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously, we, how we, was Trish and Tom? Trish was amazing. She was super excited about everything. Brian's sister um, looked very happy, pregnant with baby number two. Oh, uh, I saw good for her. Saw Tom Jr. He looked. They all look exactly the same. It's actually kind of scary, but it's also great. Um, unfortunately, Tom couldn't make it. He was sick. But we talked to him via FaceTime, and that was a very, like, enlightening moment. Cause oh, nice. At one point during um, just, like, some of the dancing, Trish came over with, like, just a screen full of Tom's face. And, like, me, Jordan, Blake, and uh, and Kyle are just, like, jumping up and down, like, just cheering. And you could see, you could see in his face that he was just, like, genuinely happy to see all of us. That's nice. That makes me happy to hear. But one one thing that obviously, yes, I was terribly sweaty. Um, yes. We 
went. This was Jackie's first time meeting all of them. All of them. Ugh. So literally, buckle up. Yeah, it's a great time. Well, oh, I'm sure. Welcome with open arms. Everybody just like took her right in. Obviously, like Shade and Danielle, are just like oh, <laughs> friend. Yeah. And that's how it went. But um, they're like, finally, we add to our numbers. Yeah. <laughs> The women um, are starting to gain gain their legions. We uh, danced all night. Uh, Brian's uncle. Did you dance, dance, dance? So you just can't dance no more. No, I could have danced more. Um, my shirt couldn't handle much more though. Excuse me. <laughs> um, Brian's uncle. I'm not gonna say names because I don't know if he really want me to say this, but he he got pretty Hammer. pretty topsy turvy, <laughs> and. Uh, it was it was a sight to see. I'll just leave it there because I don't want to get too in depth, being that it's not really like my relative to tell. That's fair. But also, though, uh, drunkenness at a wedding is the best thing to watch when you're not. At oh home. yeah, it was. It I was love a great drunk time. people. I and um, I encourage people to drink, even though I don't. Now, one thing, one thing too is, uh, we were telling Blake. He's, he was like, you know, there's, we're not gonna get an Uber. Like, I, I gotta plan a ride. Like, how are we gonna do this, like, dude? Like, Ubers everywhere. What are you talking about? Ubers are expensive now. He could not get one actually, so I had to drive. A group of four plus Jackie to the hotel, come back, take another group of four. You were a shuttle bus. I was a shuttle bus. <laughs> I I was I was reliving my like early college days where it was just like being dad. <laughs> so that I was. I had fun. no idea you've been a daddy for so long. Oh, buddy, I've been a daddy for more long. More longer than everybody can. More hear me. longer. I couldn't get more the words longer. Out. More longer I, than anybody so, can hear me to, talk. I don't mean to point this out to you, but we've we've explored my ineptitude with grammatics. Grammatics. <laughs> truth, truth be told, my my brain just stroked out right there. I love like, that. Bad. We've like, been we've been together too long. Too many. Not enough strokes, but too many strokes at the same time. <laughs> you could have five or six strokes, or just one. Um. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, the following morning, so we had a little bit of a panic when we got to our hotel because we booked ours <laughs> in Bethlehem where they were in uh, Easton. Okay. So we booked ours cause, specifically because we were next to a Waffle House. Nice. We pull up. It's like 2.30 in the afternoon. They're closed. They're closed for the day. A Waffle House is closed at 2.30? Let me explain. Did somebody fight over the pancakes? Let me explain. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. So, because of the insane labor shortage across the country, mm-hmm. they just don't have the staff, so they're open 7 to 2 every day. Wow. Yeah. And, dude, I, I went on the – we were getting ready, and I looked at Google reviews, and um, people were getting mad. It's like, like, website not updated, couldn't get my stuff, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, okay. like, And then we got to the door. The following morning and like there's signs everywhere at the same time like this goes for for every service industry not just waffle house people just aren't working people, people there's help help wanted everywhere you want to go to the point where one of my coworkers went to vermont i might have said this before but i don't remember in dunkin donuts he tried to just walk in and get coffee two employees only the drive-thru he had to walk through the drive-thru and when he talked to the manager he's like i can't get help i have part-time hours for $16 an hour and benefits and no one wants no one wants to work Mm -hmm. if I was a teenager with the opportunity to make 16 bucks an hour and get benefits you can't be a teenager working at Dunkin Donuts you have to be over 18 years old if I was 18 years old getting 16 bucks an hour and benefits just to serve coffee that's a pretty sweet gig I mean granted are there better jobs out there yeah but if they're unavailable or if you need a little like a second gig like that's a good gig to have 
if you're going to get benefits, dude, benefits is a huge factor for something like that. Right, so for part-time work, benefits is, a, is an extremely rare thing but to, to offer. The point I'm trying to make here is give the service industry a break. We just had a pandemic. You're going to need to just be patient. I know everyone wants to get out there and have their iced macchiatos and their fancy, uh, what's that black tap milkshake with the burger on top of it? Remember that shit? Remember that gimmick? I, yeah, fuck have, that. Have you, you never went to Black Tap, right? No, I never It's cared. fucking stupid. Yeah. Well, let's just leave it there. Well, I, I had a Coney Waffle, and nothing against Coney Waffle. It was delicious, but I'm just, I just can't do the whole gimmicky, like, overindulgence. Well, I mean, if they do those things because it's all flashy and show. You're not supposed to eat one by yourself. I mean, I can, but... It's gimmicky overindulgence. Absolutely. It's, it's for the gram. You do it for the gram. They want it. They want the TikToks. They want the Twitter clout. They want the IG likes. Places have these things because it's just supposed to be fun to post. It doesn't taste right. good, and it's not that great, but it's nice to post it. Fair. But the point I'm trying to make is just be patient. Be nice to your servers. Even if we weren't out of a pandemic, be nice to your servers. Like, they're doing their job. They're trying to just make a living. They're trying to get through school. Be nice. It, it really doesn't take any effort. It's going to take a little longer to get your food, but you chose to go out. You could have cooked at home. Could have door dashed. Could <laughs> Don't listen to him about that, because you'll only get the ba- you'll only get the voodoo wipe, the voodoo <laughs> the voodoo wipe of DoorDash. Here's here's my thing, as somebody who knows plenty of people who've worked in the service industry who worked throughout this pandemic, I did have forced time off because my job did close because I wasn't deemed an essential worker. People who were in the food service industry were deemed essential because they served food, so they worked the entire pandemic and they dealt with people coming in being ignorant they dealt with people coming in being impatient they dealt with people coming in just fucking horrible human beings Mm -hmm. looking for a reason to make this person's day shit while they're probably not getting compensated the way they should granted don't get me wrong 16 dollars an hour dunkin donuts is pretty nice it's not enough so you have these people who aren't making a livable wage working with horrible fucking customers and you're mad that they don't want to work anymore. Stop treating them like shit. I I hate people. I'm sure you That's rem- my stance. I sure you remember this more than most. Remember at the height of pandemic where people were protesting to just I want my haircut. I want my prom. Remember when that was a thing? Remember that? Remember when when the whole uh country of the United States was self-entitled fucking assholes? I don't have to remember because it's just been constant. <laughs> because you say, like, you, you say, you, the way that you preface it was almost as if it was, like, the whole world. But it was just the United States being. Oh, I was, I was just talking specifically about, yeah. like, just the signs that say, like. The Karens. Yeah. Oh, the like, bitches. The, yeah. The, the Steves. I don't know. That's Steves. Not, that's not, what would be. Is Kevin the, the Karen? I think it's Kevin. Is it Kevin? Yeah. The Karens and Kevins. Mm-hmm. The trials and tribulations of Karen and Kevin. Now, if, uh, if I could lighten the, the mood just a little bit. The Olympics are going on, and yes. man, there is a lot of historic and cool shit happening. I'm going to start by saying, uh, first and foremost, it's fucking cool to see skateboarding in the Olympics. That's okay. amazing. I do want to talk about that. When did that... This is the first time it's an uh, Olympic sport? I looked online. They said it was introduced in 2016, but I think this is maybe like the first year they're making a big deal about it, mm-hmm. but in... The- I mean, snowboarding is the winter version of skateboarding, so I would, I would assume that skateboarding would only progress i thought that was really cool that skateboarding was an event i'm sorry to cut you not off, only that, that not only that a japanese a young japanese girl 13 to gold mm-hmm. that's incredible 
like it's not wonderful. not only to be a prodigy skateboarder at 13 but to be so good and that endorsed you by Tony Hawk to not only that but being that good oh yeah by 13 to make it into a worldwide event that is in- fucking incredible I'm gonna give you a little backstory on this girl do you even know her name I don't remember her name well her name is Momiji Nishia okay I may have butchered that but Tony Hawk yeah posted a video of her skateboarding a few years ago and somebody commented on it she's not gonna make it very far too many mistakes that was in like 2015 somebody responded to that tweet with a picture of her fucking biting that gold medal like are you sure about that I love that I also, nice, I also love nice full circle those, those people that have the nerve to talk down on someone, especially a fucking teenager. A kid? A teenager. She was a kid at the time. She was a child. You're right. You're saying it was a couple years ago. A child. Like, she's not going to make it very far. She just fucking started. And look where she made it. Yeah. Gold medal. Gold medal in a worldwide competition. It's, it's the best of the best. It's almost comical. To me, that we as people watch these extreme athletic people on television and go, that's it. Meanwhile, fatty, you're sitting on the couch eating fucking bonbons and pretzel chips with hummus. You get your ass out there and do a, a, a fucking half pipe trick. I don't talk shit about people who, who do it better than me. I'll maybe make like a like a constructive remark where it's like, oh, that was really cool. They could have did this. That would have been really cool. See, I, I feel like when it comes to athleticism and like stuff like routine, whether it be like skateboarding, gymnast, whatever. Yeah. I can't comment because like one, I don't know enough to like I'm, I'm here to be amazed. I'm here to watch. Most of my comment and, on stuff is like, holy shit, that was cool. Right. My commentary comes from stuff like Black Summer. Yeah. Movies, TV, things that just make me mad. <laughs> like. Listen, things make people mad. They Clearly, do. Clearly, a, a, a child skateboarding makes a, a fat, older white man mad because that's who made the comment. Now, on top of that, this one kind of hits near and dear to our hearts because not only are we about to talk about weightlifting, <laughs> but a Philippine, Philippine, Filipino, Filipino, Filipino weightlifter. Well, she's female. Is it Filipina? No, it's just Filipino. A weightlifter from the Philippines there took go. home gold. <laughs> We did it. We made it. We tried it. We got it. It, We're was, here. it was rocky, but we made it through. We made I'm it. a survivor. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> um, but from what I'm reading here, apparently they hadn't won a gold medal in anything mm-hmm. in 97 years or 100 years. Yeah. And I don't. Did you? So uh, her name is, and forgive me, uh, I'm going to say Hidaline Diaz. Mm-hmm. Did you see the video of her clean and jerk? I didn't. I haven't gotten to see any of the weightlifting stuff Dude, yet. I'm going to have to send it to you because, I mean, first and foremost, uh, her final clean and jerk was 224 kilos, which, very impressive. Work, bitch. Translates, what weight class was she in? Uh, that's a good uh 55. 55 kilo weight class, and her final clean and jerk was 200 kilos? 224. Are you sure? Wait, no, I'm sorry. Her total might have been 224. No, I just, I thought about that now. I'm reading this, and it's saying... Because <laughs> 200, 200 her, kilos is She has is 224 total, pounds. I think. Because okay. it says an overall lift of 224, an Olympic record. Yes. Okay, no, good call on that. Because that would have been, like, a fuckload of weight. Like, over 440 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> it it would have it been, like, 480... 492 pounds, I want to say. Let's see if my, if my kilo to weight is right. But yeah, anyway, I'm going to have to show you the video because the raw emotion after she lands the lift. First, first off, 
I was right. Come on, math. I was on a math team. Not only was it a beautiful lift, Mm -hmm. flawless in execution, the raw emotion of the three white white lights she got, three white lights being that she nailed the lift. Successful lift, yeah. Judges judges, judges approved, three thumbs up. Unanimous approval. The raw emotion that just overcame her and her coaches and anybody standing behind. It was... It was amazing. Like I even got like you know you get when they like, get the, stra- the scratchy throat and you're just like, mm. yes, I, was, d- I do when you get that little choked up moment. Uh, I, I was. I so gotta look up the weightlifting that. schedule so I can see when some people from Team USA are lifting because this is the biggest uh, Olympic weightlifting team that the USA has had in the Olympics in there's a some, long time. And there's some big names we got. I know yeah. uh, Kane Wilkes, West, West Kitts, Nathan Damron, Maddie Rogers, Caitlin Nye, Harrison Morris, Harris. Oh, he's there too. Yeah, Fox, I want to see Cummings. I want to see Morris and Cummings lift because it's these are some huge, huge names. Like, I mean, to us, they're although huge um, names. one of one of them, did, uh, Jordan, um, she did lift. Jordan she something. Did well. I didn't. You know what's funny is I, I only saw the photos, and I it was just the one. Fo- it was the one. Footage. So it was the one side profile of her snatching, mm-hmm. and then nothing else. Yeah, it's been, the coverage. And, the coverage has been really, really weightlifting in general. Coverage has been very sparse, only because it's a, a sport that has been tainted with the reputation of drug use so it doesn't get the recognition it deserves for a lot of things so you don't see as much coverage about that i was scrolling through twitter to try to um get like categories for olympics to watch and weightlifting was the last category that i was able to believe it um and the list wasn't enough one of the uh i want to say she's romanian somewhere eastern european um one of like the top contenders of her weight class um Laura Donatoma, mm-hmm. she the the Tominator. <laughs> okay. She she was banned. When and she couldn't even appeal her um her sanction. When was this? Mm, last week, I think. Well, like they, she, they she did put test up, all of the athletes for for doping. But that that's just it. They wouldn't let the appeal happen. Typically, you can get an appeal in case there's like something that may have gone wrong. But they wouldn't even let it happen. It's too close. Too close to call. It's a week crazy. out. It's so crazy because her like based on like what her Instagram's about, like her life. Is legit like weightlifting, mm-hmm. like every day, every night, some sort of accessory work or weightlifting. It's it's such a twisted, twisted road because you get a sample come, it comes back with you know a positive result for something. You don't know, right? And you can't like form your opinion solely based on the person that you know and respect as a lifter or like what the test is saying. You just kind of have to like roll with it. I will say though some huge bullshit that the Olympics did. Obviously, we know a few weeks ago, um, Shakari Richardson tested a positive sample for marijuana use. They they did, wouldn't let her compete. The other day, they posted on their Instagram a link to an article with two female athletes and their use of cannabis-infused yep. <laughs> supplements. Mm-hmm. To which I'm like, okay, read the fucking room. If you're if you're gonna put up a post about something like that, specify what they're using. Don't just say cannabis infused products. Of course, I'm sure that what they're actually referencing is CBD infused type supplements, which I think is cleared substance to be used. However, THC is still for some dumb odd reason not allowed. But I digress. No, Olympics do better. On top of that, too, with the cardboard beds, they're real. I saw somebody doing box jumps on one of them. Yeah, they are legitimately real. You know what's crazy is you would think too, like, yeah, I I get it, like, pandemic, sexual activity, you know, human contact, whatever. You would think that you want the they give out four hundred fifty thousand most already the most elite athletes in the world. You'd think they would want to be 
you know, set up on the most comfort that they can. And that, I think I said that last week. It's like, this is how we're going to treat our most elite athletes yeah. coming to, to, to serve for their country in this uh, huge showcase of athleticism. Now, I didn't get a chance to look into it, but if you, I don't know if you saw what I sent you before. No. So apparently, a U.S. fencer that's facing sexual assault allegations made it to the Olympics and has a team, quote unquote, safety plan to keep him away from women. Meanwhile, we're not allowing somebody to to perform their sport. We're not we're not allowing somebody to participate in the Olympics for marijuana. What is the um we don't have to give me a name. Obviously, I'm assuming this is a male who's a, accused of sexual assault. Where is he from? You know, I don't know where in the US, but US. Mm. You think there might be like a gender race type discrepancy there about what we can and can't allow in, you know. Let's just let's just call a spade a spade here. I just white I, man gets to go to the Olympics, black woman doesn't. I'm yeah. just I'm just gonna say it. Well, let me. What have you found? Ooh, oh my god, do you want to see a picture of this fucking dude? I would rather not, but I guess if you must, let me see. He looks like <laughs> he looks like Sasha Baron Cohen's gonna play him. That's not funny to joke about, but. Wow, they really picked a horrible photo of him for yeah. this article. Who wrote this article? Salon.com. You better work, bitch. <laughs> Salon.com. You better work. Someone out there is doing it right. Now, another... another um, is this something Olympic? Uh, bu- 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 bu. So, it's not Olympic-related, but apparently the Norwegian women's handball team, which handball, I'm assuming, it, ah. it looks like uh, beach volleyball meets soccer. Yes. They I got hear fined this. because they decided to wear shorts instead of bikini bottoms. Now, I I don't understand why. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's like a uniform discre- discrepancy. The uh, uniform for their sport is the skimpy top and a bikini bottom. If you look at the team, the female team and the male team, and you see the way that they're dressed, obviously there's some... Sexualization. Very real issues we need to talk about. Well, I'm, I'm the looking. That they're making them wear these really skimpy outfits. Well, I'm, I'm actually looking at the. Uh, it's, it's funny you brought that up because I'm looking at their photos right now. Yep. And I'm sure you can see it from here. The guys are just in like tanks and shorts. Mm-hmm. And um, females look like they're getting ready to just like lay out on the beach. Absolutely. And like, don't don't get me wrong. Like, I I like a good set of butt cheeks, just like any other guy. And I'm sure you could appreciate a good little butt too. Listen, I but, love a butt cheek, but if you're gonna make the women wear the bikini bottom, make the male make the bikini bottom. I want to see asses all around. <laughs> if it's if this, just it's just a principle thing. Like, if you're gonna if you're gonna make them do it, make them do it. If the guys can see a nip or lip slip, the gays want to see a ball fall. Am I right or am I wrong? No. I'm wrong. I okay. just want equality. <laughs> we just want equality. Was that not what Dress I was Dress comfortably for your sport. I think I was being very equal with what I just said. I, I see what you're doing, and don't get... Yes, you were, you were funny. Thank but you. But this topic, I do take umbrage. It's very serious to me. I mean, I'm right there with you. It's very fucked. It's, it's just I overall fucked up. I will say Pink, up. the musical recording artist, a fucking beautiful soul of a woman, has offered to pay for their fines, which <laughs> were quite hefty. They were fined... Uh, Tens of thousands of dollars, I believe, for for violation of uniform. They they whatever they were fined, whether it be something 
light or heavy. It's oh, too it's much. a heavy fine. Now it's funny you brought that up. Um, fuck. Uh, say say something real quick. I heard something that you just reminded me of. What did I remind you of? Um, celebrities paying for stuff. All right. Celebrities. Oh, celebrities. Thank God. So here here's the thing about that is you when you said what you um about Pink. Yes. Who I agree. Great human being. Uh, a country singer, Luke Combs, apparently paid for the funeral expenses of three young guys who died after seeing him perform at a festival. Yes, I actually did hear about this. About I read this about a this morning. carbon monoxide poisoning. Oh wow! Yeah, that's some that's crazy tragic. shit. But like that, it, it's super tragic. But it, it's nice to hear people like, being nice. Yeah, it's nice to hear about people who can be nice with the amount of money they have. Right. Be money. Be money. Be nice with the money they have. Yeah. You know, not like the people who could literally end world hunger, but instead took their giant dildo to space. Look, all right. Jeff Bezos took his giant dildo to space and then gave a CNN news reporter $100 million to spend how he sees fit. I don't get it. I don't understand how you... I don't know. I don't understand what it's like to have all that money. I, I would like to. Because I'm sure I would probably make some more wise, conscious decisions. Yeah. But we ain't it. It's true. But let me tell you, and we've said it before, we're going to keep saying it. The memes were just so good. Oh, meme he, culture is just doctor, to Just Dr. Evil all the way. And I, I love it so much. The dick on the radar, amazing. I love it. So good. I miss Austin Powers movies. Yeah, they really were ahead of their time. <laughs> no, they weren't. They, they were, were very. They were very perfect for their time. They were. Ahead they of just their time. aged well. Uh, well, <laughs> I don't know about that. Actually, well, I don't even know the last time I saw one. They probably did not age very well. No, I don't actually. think they did. Ooh, Austin Powers is kind of creepy now that I'm thinking about it. Kind of. Oh, you know what? Let's let's switch gears a little bit. So and like, <laughs> let's 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 so start as, to go into more of the fun part of today's. So episode. real real quick, uh, before we get into the questions that we have for each other, I'm going to recommend to you, and I'm going to recommend to everyone who hasn't already seen it. The Fear Street movies on Netflix. I had a great time watching the first one. I feel like they're very campy. They're very fun. They have their horror essence to them. Whether And it's not something that relies on jump scares. It's not something that relies on gore, despite the fact that they have both. It, it, I, just, I had a very nice time watching them. Where, on the opposite end, I had a terrible time watching episode two of American Horror three. Stories. It was part one, part two, I don't, whatever. <laughs> it's technically episode three. The second one that premiered. Um, listen. The car- I hated everything about it. I, I, I'm going to disagree with you on that. I liked the the idea of the episode. I liked the essence of what it was. The drive-in theater, the movie that makes you go crazy. Everyone starts killing people. It has this crazy effect. I liked that because it was very Twilight Zone-y. Um, what, I, what I fucking hated was the extremely sophomoric writing and dialogue that they had in this entire episode. Yeah, the, the writing and the dialogue was terrible. But, you know, I'll, I'll take it back. One thing I actually genuinely enjoyed... Bob Ross cameo? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I loved the twist ending. Okay, that, that was a good ending. And I genuinely... I was very enveloped and pulled in by the, uh, the villain's ending monologue. Yeah, I thought that was very well done. Everything else was that awful. actor is very good. Uh, the I, I that was Jingles, wasn't <laughs> the, it? Yeah, yeah. The first thirteen minutes of that episode, I texted a few people because they were like, "Oh, you gotta watch it. It's good." And I wrote to them the exact same thing. This fucking sucks. This dialogue is shit. Because you've got two teenage kids trying to get you know boink in the bedroom, 
And it's the, the the dialogue. I'm not gonna spoil it if you want to watch. But the dialogue after that to me just was <laughs> shit. Yeah. And it again also had like a nice classic horror movie essence to it, but at the same time it was just like oof. it was underdeveloped. Yeah. It, it was a good effort, but it needed uh, a little a little kick. And I feel like they were reaching a little too far for what you could predict very easily. Yeah, yeah. I would I would I would agree with you on that. Like I knew that that thing was going to happen in the car with the guy that I told you about. Mm-hmm. And that and yeah and, and I and uh, yeah see we're simpatico. Anyway, I yeah. was sad that it happened though. I didn't want him. To, I didn't want him to go. I, I mean, they, they both went. It is what it is. No, but I liked him as a person. I, you, I could care less about the other part. You could say they both went down. Anywho. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> so if you guys remember, the next two episodes of Super Friends Sit Down will be absent of Alex. Yeah, this is the last time you'll see me for the month of July. Yes. Uh, and for the for most of August. Yeah. We're be gone for half of August. It's true. And so we're going to give you a little bit of a taste of what we've got in store for next week. Because if you remember the episode... Uh, two girls one gay i did a mock of one girl five gays and this time we're going to actually give you five women giving their perspective on love and sex with 20 questions who do you have coming in oh it's exciting i have some i have some good people coming in i actually have uh i have a listener who's very excited to go i'm really hoping that she's able to pull through can you tell me after we sure okay and then i actually have a couple of friends of mine from middle school because i still have to analyze when i'm going i know uh (laughs) And I'm just very excited to actually do this. So we're going to start asking each other a couple of questions to get to know each other on a deeper level. Are these supposed to be strictly uh, sexual? No, they okay, don't have good. to be. Good, good, good. Uh, mine aren't. I have a couple that are, but... I have one. Two? Oh. Maybe maybe one. I don't know. We, take it as you will. <laughs> do you want to go first? Do you want to start? Sure. Ask me a question, Daddy. On the topic of things that are sexual, you're a guy who watches porn. I sure am. I love porn. I think everyone should watch porn. When you watch porn, when you when you get all hot and bothered by yourself and you feel like pulling your pud, pulling the pads, yes. Do do you Pawing look at the curtains? Do, <laughs> do you or do you look for? The bean. Uh, no, I would hope you don't have a bean. Um, no, that's the female version. I know. It's also DJ Diddles, clicking the mouse. Take your pick. Clicking um, the mouse. You know, like back in the day, they had a little middle uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. scroller. Okay. Anyway, um, before this? before we compare te- <laughs> yeah, before we compare technology to vaginas, um, when you watch porn, yes. do you look for specific stars, or do you just look for a genre, or do you just kind of like whatever floats your boat, it's like whatever a, you're it's feeling? All in my mood. Every day is a different story. Sometimes, okay. sometimes I want a storyline. Sometimes I want like raw, intense passion. Sometimes I want a favorite porn star, sex worker of mine. Sometimes. You just want someone to ruin a fruit salad? No. No, that scene doesn't do it for you. Food, food plays is nothing for me. Anything, uh, anything I, was for, talking I know the, the salad thing. I know. Okay. Right in front of my salad. Okay, we know. <laughs> okay, as long as we know. Okay. Um, I, I'm very curious though. For you though, the same question. I just want to know your answer. It's a very, it's a whatever I'm feeling. Okay. Certain, certain mood. Like, let's let's say like I'm in the mood for, uh, whatever. Sometimes. I can click that because websites are very versatile this this day and age. You can click that as a category and see what's going on in the, in the random world, or you can click that category and be like, you know who has one of these? Whether it be like you want to see someone with big titties or a big ass, or you want to see just a nice, hot, steamy scene, you can just associate that with a name. Interesting. The world is there. Do you have a favorite porn star? I don't. Okay. I don't like to have favorites because then if you see them too often, then it's like, mm, 
That's fair. It's like when you it's like when you listen to a new album Have and then it gets played out. Star? No. No. Not that you know of. Maybe they have an OnlyFans. That's uh, that's true. One of my friends that I had in elementary school, his sister, I don't know the stage name, but she became a porn star. Good for her. I love that. TikTok is showing me all OnlyFans, like how to how to build up your OnlyFans lately, and it's it's getting me to the point where I'm ready to do it. <laughs> uh, let's see. If you had to enter your body part into a best of competition, what body part would you enter? I had to enter a body part. Interesting question. Hmm. I know. It's good. You're welcome. I'm going to have to say my big toe. Because <laughs> it looks like a light bulb. It's it's rotund. It's, Wait, which big toe? The right or the left? It's thunderous. Which toe are we talking about here? Uh, I think we got right for gold and left for silver. Okay. And they're both a nail in the competition because they're hammer toes. Anyway, when you go out, what kind of differences do you see in a gay bar versus a regular bar? Is that really one of your questions? That's number two. <laughs> okay, I have a very similar question on my list. That's Love so that. funny. Love that. Um, when I so similar, so you're asking me what differences do I see? Yeah. And Game our music is better. And I'm, I'm not talking, like, environment. Like, I'm not talking the Eagle versus Big Shots. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> as, a, as a general blanket statement, a gay bar versus a straight bar, yep. gay bar, better music. Okay. Better better crowd of people. You have a lot more of a mix of different types of people, so you have, like, a Swiss Army knife in a way of, of people coming together. It is almost nostalgic of, like, the early 90s club scene where it was really just a cesspool of random motherfuckers having a good time. Love that. Okay. Uh, straight bars... Your music sucks. I'm so sorry. It's too low. It's not enough pop. Way too much country. If I'm going to go to a straight bar, there better be a pool table or a foosball table. And they usually never have them. So uh, those are a few differences. And I kind of feel like... Better drinks, better prices, I kind of feel like if you go... Let's say you specifically. Okay. Go to a bar that has pool or foosball. I'm there all night. Not only, well, not that. I would think it's more like when I think of pool table at a bar, I think of like a biker bar, and I kind of feel like it'd be a little less accepted, accepting of the gay community. That's very interesting that you say that because there's a very prominent gay bar in Asbury Park that you may know called Paradise, and they have a pool table in there. <laughs> In their bar. All right. To which I played many, many, many rounds. You know, there's certain things that I genuinely enjoy love being proved wrong about, and that's one of them. Very nice. So I'm going to counter you with that, and I'm going to ask, would you rather go to a gay club or a straight bar? Listen to the differences. Gay club, straight bar. Clubs are are different from a bar. I'm going to have to answer gay club because I've never done it before. And straight bars I can only handle so much of. And we didn't go to a gay bar when we were in Philly that one time few years ago that was in a gay bar i couldn't tell you are it we talking hot are we talking about the one where like it had the lit up dance floor and it was yeah it was disgusting in there yeah. like disgustingly hot the only time me and you have ever been to a club in philly together yes that's exactly the time i'm talking about oh yeah and the time we went to philly was not for a club it was for like a competition for weightlifting um i can't confirm if that was or was was not a gay bar i will say that was a good that was a good time oh yeah i had a good time there it was a good nice little dance party huh okay if you meet people for the first time do, do they, have you, not do they often, but have you ever had an experience where it's like, oh, you're gay? Just like Nathan Lane. Or like, just like 
Billy Eichner, just like uh, another famous gay person. All the time. Yeah? All the time. And it's usually somebody who's a little tipsy or a little ignorant. Sometimes it's a combination. And typically the good hand man. Yeah. Uh, it, if I walked up to you and I was like, oh my god, you're straight? You, you must know Sylvester Stallone. You're both straight. <laughs> uh, we talk the same. <laughs> but like... You see what I'm saying? No. And at this point, at this point in my life where I am with my sexual journey um, as, as a gay individual, I'm, I'm done being a straight ally. I've, I've tried to do it. It's too hard. Being a straight ally is not for me anymore. You guys are on your own. I'm sick of being asked, did you ever get to see George Michael? No, he lived in a different country and we were generations apart. So unfortunately, no, all gay people do not know each other. And we also don't like being compared to one another. If, if there's one thing gay people hate, it's being compared to another gay person. <laughs> Educational podcast. If somebody made you food and it was gross, would you still eat it? To spite, uh, or would you like break it and hurt their feelings? When you say somebody. If anyone. If I made you food and it was terrible. If Jackie made you food and it was terrible. If your mother made you food and it was terrible. If somebody made you a, a plate of food and you were so excited to eat and you bit into that motherfucker and it was rancid, hot garbage, would you still eat it? To hurt, to save their feelings from being hurt, um, or would you say, you know what, let's order a pizza? No, I'd have to be one hundred percent honest. If I eat something and I don't like it, or if, if I'm especially if I'm excited for it, if I DoorDash Taco Bell and it was hand delivered to me by the chef, and they were like, I made a special for you, and then you eat it, and like this is dog shit. I would get my my Taco Bell hand delivered to me, and the fucking chef would be like, I made this special for you, and I would open the bag and say, there's sour cream on everything, you fucking idiot, and throw it at them. Because every time yeah, I say no sour cream, they I mean, give me extra. Especially, too, if it's my mother, if it's my girlfriend, if it's somebody close to me, if it's you, I I can only be honest. Because not... If, Have if I, I ever made anything that didn't taste good? Come on. I would tell you. Um, I'm, but I'm saying I haven't. Not yet. Not in this, I, not, uh, not in this many years. Of because if I lie to your face and then I continue eating, you're going to see me, like, wincing. <laughs> Choking it down. <laughs> like... Get the Ipecac. I made you this. Try it. And then you would do with any other beer that you had. You know what I would do? I would do this. (laughs) Delicious. Full Squidward. Do you like Krabby Patties? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um. (laughs) Oh, wait. I asked you this question, so it's your turn. I'm going to ask you a bit of a personal question. Same in relation to if somebody had just met you for the first time. Have you ever gotten... In any situation ever with anyone you've ever been, the who wears the pants question. No. Really? I haven't gotten that question. However, I do think I'm going to start asking breeders that question. When I meet a couple for the first time, like, who's the top and who's the bottom? Nice. I'm just going to start, I'm just going to start flipping it back on. You're going to have to require, you're going to have to elaborate with definitions because some people are going to be like, what? Yeah, well, who wears the pants in the relationship? Who pays for most of the dinners? Who's in charge? Who's the alpha? Who's the beta? Exactly. Would you rather Julia Roberts or Michelle Pfeiffer? Would I rather than what? To fuck. <laughs> um, or to up. have a lovely dinner. Like, whatever you want. Pull up who a would picture. you rather see? Do you not know what they look like? I don't. I actually went over this the other day. 
with Joey, the same comparison, Julia Roberts to Michelle Pfeiffer. And I said, it depends on the era at which they're in. If I get Julia Roberts from Pretty Woman, I'm taking her any day of the week. Absolutely. If I get Julia Roberts from the movie Valentine's Day, maybe not. If I get Julia Roberts from the movie The Normal Heart, I'll pass. Um, you may be a good friend, but no. If I'm getting Catwoman, Michelle Pfeiffer from Batman Returns, you better you better bet your bottom dollar. I'm fucking, I'm, I'm lapping the milk out of her bowl. <laughs> that was a hell of a rant. Thank that you. was good. That was a good rant. Oh my god! But if it's Michelle Pfeiffer and hairspray, I just want to be her. I don't want to be with her. Michelle Pfeiffer and hairspray is singing Miss Baltimore Crabs. Hold on! Wait! 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 Are you finding pictures? I'm gonna get your rocks off to this later. Hold on! I'm getting them off right now. Um. Who do you want to have relations with? Wow, that was a terrible spelling of Pfeiffer. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't spell her last name right. I, I'm going to say um, Michelle Pfeiffer specifically because she was in the Ant-Man movies. And she also was Catwoman, and I can get down with that. Okay, fair. Very good, very good. What are your most common received assumptions about you? Common not, received not, assumptions. Not as not you as you, but you as a gay man in this world. Um, let's see. Common assumptions that I get. That I'm good at everything in terms of fashion design and, and home decor. That I'm... Huh. I'm trying to think now. It's really tough to, like, like say, like, these assumptions about me that are false that people always perceive on me because at the end of the day... I'm a sassy gay hairdresser. Like, read between the lines. Fucking stereotype. Just red letter stereotype on me. So most assumptions that people have about me tend to be right. Okay. I have a follow-up to that coming I up I do later. have to say, though, some, one assumption, like, people, they are surprised to find out how kinky I can be. I'm like, ugh, you vanilla bitch. Ugh. Well, sometimes you're 16 years old and you're into BDSM. Hello? Same. <laughs> the real, the realisticness of that was so you, crazy. Where and it's then like you put on a latex, <laughs> you put on a latex suit, and you're shaped like a pear. <laughs> you turn into fucking uh, Mrs. Incredible if she was in fucking Venom, and you're like, let me fucking kill my gay, my gay dads as they're boinking each other. Really enjoying the word boink today. <laughs> okay, let's. Oh, I have one more question, and this is actually probably the most invasive question okay. I will ever ask. This you. is perfect because I have two more, and then one is one that we're both gonna answer. Ooh. Okay. I was listening to the podcast Horrible Decisions, and they had a guy on who they had a whole like hour plus long interview with discussing the uh, sexual act of pegging. And I'm very curious. Would you, could you, do you ever see yourself being in that state of vulnerability and comfortability with a partner where you would allow them to peg you? I don't think I would let them peg me, but I would try a finger or two once. Fair enough. I feel like that's a good answer. You hear so much about the male G-spot, like how could you not be intrigued, you know? Absolutely. And I'll tell you more about that after we wrap up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you a, a, that, a that'll very be, physical presentation. That'll be on our uh, our new segment, Super Friends After Dark. Uh, <laughs> As if this podcast isn't already after dark. Okay. Uh, what is? And this, this is. I feel like this is a, a good happy question for you. And what's? Okay. What's? Uh, 
Oh, no, I want to end on that one. I'm sorry. So, um, so based on, we have the most re- common received assumptions about you. What's a very common misconception? Like, what's a big stereotype that's, like, heavily misleading about the either you or the gay community? I actually did talk about this. People are very surprised when they find out how passionate I am about weightlifting. They somehow can't fathom that, like, this can do this. So it's so funny you say that because I was actually going to ask you, like, do you feel like a lot of people think, like, oh, gay, this dude's like a sissy? 100%. And they're not wrong. Mm-hmm. I sh- <laughs> That's me lisping because I'm gay. But I'm also fucking strong and I'll kick your ass. I'm a sassy, sissy, strong bitch motherfucker. I've seen him both fight and lift. And you know what? He's not lying. Where's the lie? I'm I'm well-rounded. Now, to finish things off, I have a nice question for you. What's one change that you'd like to see in the LGBTQ community? What's LG- one change that I would like to see? LGBTQ+. Like, what, what's something that you would love to see? Not like a change of them, but a change for them. I would love to see the complete and total eradication of white twinks. I'm kidding. Because I had that twink rant last week. No, I would just like for gay people to stop being the stereotypes. And, like, I say that as a stereotype, but I just mean, like, the, the, the like, hyperbole version of it. That, that, that like, wow, super, hyperbole. super ultra stereotype. Just be yourself. You don't have to worry about blending in. You don't have to worry about people accepting you. I, I feel like, as a, as a member of the gay community and seeing it, acceptance is something that, you don't get so much all the time when you're younger. So it's something that you are very needy for as an adult. And I think that sucks, but it's very real. And I just wish that I I would like to see more uh, acceptance of oneself instead of the need for acceptance from others. I think that's a very, I think that's what I want. Yeah. So my answer is very similar. Mine is just universal acceptance of people just being themselves for who they are absolutely like be the the acceptance of someone like you know except for caitlin jenner be, i don't accept her sorry just the acceptance of someone you've really just ruined a fucking moment i'm so sorry but i can't <laughs> i can accept anyone uh, else okay so the summary of what i was gonna say is just acceptance of someone just like you know you always see the stories of people like losing their minds over coming out and being afraid of being themselves and being shunned by their family, their friends, their community for just being what they consider different. Like just th- that whole stigma, mm-hmm. like where you talked about the eradication of white twinks, like <laughs> I, I would love the eradication of that stigma where if someone could just, you know, be a guy that identifies as a woman and they wear a dress or just someone like if it's a, a man loves a man, a woman loves a woman, they can go live their lives like any other person does. Without people looking or judging or staring or, or, oh my God, that fucking thing you sent me about Uganda was infuriating. Like they, they long it's, story short, they, they enabled a law that's just okay for them to murder gay people. Which, um, I'm not sure if you knew this, but that is a very real it's legal common. law in Russia already. It's, for it's, years. it's common around. It's a crime in some countries to be gay and it is punishable by death. And yeah. I think when people ask, like, why do, you, why do you need Pride Month? Why are you guys, like, trying to push this gay agenda on us? It's because in so many countries, like, you will get killed. Yeah. And I, one more thing about the Olympics. There are a lot of gay people who are in the closet are Olympic athletes. Mm-hmm. Because they come from countries where it is not acceptable to be gay. 
and they go to this area where there's all these athletes like them and they have the chance to explore and socialize and and step outside of their normal comfort zone and be who they want to be right and some people have been putting those people on blast on the internet and it's really not okay because, because you're outing people who are trying to protect their safety they're going to go back those people are going to go back home regardless if they win or not and there's going to be a firing squad waiting for them and uh-huh. that's yeah, terrible so maybe but was there not um i mean on a much lighter lighter side of things was there not a uh an openly gay gold medalist yes tom daly of the uk did win for diving a gold medal amazing so that was really cool i don't know per se if he's the first openly gay olympian in general but i do believe he's the first openly gay uk olympian so still big strides for everyone around was greg luganis gay greg luganis yeah i think so but i don't think he was gay like i don't think he was out when uh when he competed i actually have to remember mario lopez played him in his biopic Hmm. came out a long time ago lifetime movie fuck that was gonna be that was gonna be another question that i had mario lopez no no mario lopez (laughs) uh oh i'll make this quick do you do you know who mario cantone is yes okay there was a whole skit on the Chappelle show where d snyder of all people from twisted sister like would ask him questions and it was like, like, you know, Mar- like, I, I don't want to push buttons, but like, you're, you're gay. Like, do you want this? And he like turned around and showed his ass. Like, this is something that pleases you. And Mario Cantone was like, let me be the first to tell you this. And then he just leaned off camera and just went. <laughs> and that was going to be something if anybody ever asked, he was like, yeah, I'm a guy and you're a guy who likes guys. You, you, you looking at me like I'm a guy. I gotta tell you know what you asked me what would I like to see in the in the gay community, but here's here's something I would like to see in the straight community: breeders, heterosexual men. Please listen up. I'm talking to you. I'm looking at you, and I'm ready to talk to you. Just because you are a straight cisgender male who maybe is between a five and an eight, I don't want you. I don't care about you. You look like a gremlin from under the sewer. You probably haven't washed your balls in three days. Your dirty fucking gym socks do nothing for me. Why the fuck did you look at me about the washing the balls thing? I just showed <laughs> I'm just I'm just looking at you. <laughs> I'm just saying, just because I'm attracted to men does not mean I'm attracted to you. And just because I'm attracted to men doesn't mean I want to be attracted to you. You're not that fucking hot. And I'm so over that, like... I don't care if you're gay, man, but, like, just don't hit on me. Meanwhile, they look like fucking uh, Flubber. (laughs) I'd fuck Flubber. This has been Super Friends Sit Down, ending off with a great PSA about acceptance. (laughs) And I'd fuck Flubber. And I'd fuck Flubber. Goodbye. Have a good night, everybody.